Hello everyone, welcome to the Arsenal Way and yes, we have another episode of the Arsenal Agenda, your daily show from Monday to Friday at 10am and today I'm joined by Alfie Lambert and Chris Davidson. Firstly, Chris, how are you mate? I'm feeling good, thank you mate, yeah. Um, obviously, uh, another signing through the door for the Arsenal, confirmed yesterday with Fabio Vieira, so looking forward to talking to about a bit uh, more about him, sorry, and, and other things as well that are going on. So um, yeah, positive feeling around the fan base at the moment. Absolutely, absolutely. And Alfie, how are you feeling this morning? Yeah, morning, Bailey. Very excited. It's been an exciting week as an Arsenal fan. Hopefully that can continue for the next few weeks. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good, mate. Thanks for asking. Let's just jump right into the topics. I think there's only one place we really can start. And it was a major development last night that Arsenal had bid for Rafinha, of course. David Ornstein said these are likely to reject it, but... I think the important news was that Rafinha's preferences are Barcelona and Chelsea. However, Arsenal have still submitted the bid. And Chris, is that positive signs that Arsenal have submitted, a bit, submitted the bid? And are you thinking they're more likely to, to come in with a higher offer and hopefully secure Rafinha's services? Well, I think, um, obviously, it's never good to, to see a bid rejected. Um Obviously, reported by The Athletic last night that the bid fell well below Leeds' valuation. Um, but I must admit, I'd be surprised if Arsenal put that bid in without having any sort of um, uh, feeling, really, or indication that the player would be willing to join the club. I, I, th- I don't think you even pursue a player if you've got any signals that, that they're not interested in joining. So um, I guess you can take away that positive from it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and uh, and yeah, I mean, there's a few reports suggesting Arsenal are going to come back in with a, with another bid, with an improved bid. But I mean, as I, I said on social media last night, there's just something giving me this feeling, uh, and it's not a good one, I'm afraid. It's just I, I'm just not confident um, over this deal. I think it's going to be too complicated. I think Rafinha prefers other teams. Um, and it's not going. He's not going to come cheaply either. Um, and you know, maybe with Arsenal's first bid, you know, unless they blow everyone else out of the water and they can convince the player that Arsenal is the right place for him, you know, I think they're going to be joined by a couple of other clubs and potentially a bidding war may start. And I don't want Arsenal to really get involved in that, to be honest. Um, unless they've still obviously got a, a feeling that they can get a decent deal over the line. Um, so. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's good and it's, it's, it's you know, I, I guess uh, refreshing to see the club uh, attempting to go for Rafinha. Obviously, it's an amb- ambitious move, a top quality player. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm just not confident uh, overall on it, to be honest, at the moment. Obviously, things could change. I hope my instinct is, is wrong. But um, I'm sort of hoping we can maybe push on with Jesus instead, really get that one over the line. That's the one I'm sort of... Um, wanting us to, to to seal next, really, because I feel it's a really important signing. Um, but, and then we'll just see uh, what, what develops over the coming days in the windows. So, um, it, like I say, it's obviously clear to see a, a new winger is on the agenda as well, isn't it? Um, we've been linked with other names as well as uh, Rafinha. So, yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But um, I'd be surprised if we could get a positive outcome from this, to be honest. Yeah, I agree with you. Alfie, in, in 2020, Mikel Arteta said in an interview with Ian Wright that he should not have to do much convincing for a player to join Arsenal, otherwise he would not sign him. Now, if David Austin is to be believed, Rafinha prefers Barcelona and Chelsea. And with Chelsea, he believes the Champions League football 
more likely to win titles. It gives him more of an incentive to go there. Because of the, this development, and let's say that is Rafinha's preferences, should Arsenal still be pursuing a deal if you consider, if you take uh, Mikel Arteta's comments in 2020 into, into consideration? Yeah, I think it, it's, a, it's a tough one, that. I think, like you say, the, the main thing that they've got over us is the Champions League football. I think if we did have that Champions League football, I don't think there'd be any question in him wanting to join us. And, 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 and like you say, um, that's probably the main sort of block in the deal at the moment. Um, I get what you're saying about what Mikel Arteta said. It shouldn't take much convincing. Um, but I, I think it is, it is a tough one because it's a lot of asking for, for me, Rafinha is a Champions League quality player. Is he going to want to play Europa League football when he's got the opportunity uh, to go elsewhere and play at Champions League football? We know Barcelona have been in there for a while. There was the whole release clause deal. If Leeds went down, it would have been a much easier deal for them. He probably would have been off there uh, to Spain. Um, but I think it's positive that we, we've put this bid in. We're obviously not messing around. I think the Brazilian connection between Edu and Rafinha, it might give us a bit of an advantage. Um, so we'll, we'll see with that. Obviously, his, his agent, Deco, has got very good links to Barcelona, which sort of worries me. Um, but then again, with their financial state, I think the, the biggest worry for me in the deal is, is Chelsea because um, I think that they've obviously got the money now. They've got this takeover. Um, I don't think that's the issue. They've got the football, the Champions League football to offer them um, and it'd just be an absolute kick in the teeth if our, you know, our, our main priority for the winger position uh, goes to, to one of our London rivals. But uh, I think the one thing that sort of puts me off the deal is obviously Leeds have got the high ground, uh, didn't get relegated. Uh, two years left on the deal, so... There's sort of no pressure to sell. They can wait out and, 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 and like Chris said, sort of get this bidding war going. Uh, and whether we want to see Arsenal get involved in that, I'm not sure. Because um, for me, he's not the, the winger isn't probably the main priority in terms of transfer window. But uh, with sort of Pepe's future um, uh, unclear, um, we probably will need to, to sign one by the end of the window. Absolutely, we will indeed. But let's move on. Let's move on to a player we have signed and it is confirmed and he is through the door because yesterday afternoon, Arsenal announced the signing of Fabio Fiera from FC Porto, a midfielder, £34 million pounds it is to be believed. Chris, how excited are you for Fiera? Was the announcement a surprise to you or was it, was it to be expected? Well, I mean, typically, we obviously waited for this to drop all day um, and when I decided to take my break from the screen, for half an hour, um, they announce it. Uh, so that obviously um, typical Arsenal, um, <laughs> but yeah, look, uh, uh, obviously we knew it was coming, so it, it wasn't much of a surprise as, as such. We, it was just a matter of when and, and not if. Um, we knew the, the deal went through really quickly. He um, Fabio uh, sort of came over from his, his holiday um, to, to complete the medical, do the photo shoots and, and the videos and, and all that sort of thing. Um, spent a day at London Colney. Um, and judging by the pictures of what Eddie was wearing, it, it looks like it was the same day as when Eddie signed that new deal. So it was uh, obviously last week sometime. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, look, overall in terms of the signing, I'm really excited, really intrigued because Everything we've learned about Fabio over the last week or so, it's just so positive, whether it's watching videos, reading articles, talking to people who know him well. Obviously, me and you, Bailey, spoke to Miguel Lopez, um, former FC Porto Academy coach who worked with Vieira, full of praise for him. And, um, 
yeah, I mean, the Porto fans are absolutely gutted. They're devastated that he's he's gone. They're actually quite angry as well. The fact that they've only got around thirty-four million pounds for him, um, that they feel as if he could have gone for a lot more, um, saying that Arsenal got themselves a, a bargain. So everything's pointing at the moment. Obviously, we haven't watched him play, and we, there's still a lot to learn about him, of course. But everything's pointing towards him being a really good addition to the squad. Um, I think he can help elevate our attacking phase of the game, you know, whether that's scoring goals, providing assists. Well, he got 16 assists, I think, in in, the, in, in Portugal last season. Um, was the highest in the league. You know, his intelligence, his, his technical ability um, and just his, his natural talent when he's on the ball. I think, you know, it, it will go a very long way. And, um, you know, still only 22 years old, big, big prospect, lots of potential. Um, I'm excited to see him, you know, under Mikel Arteta. And I'm excited to see him, especially, you know, working alongside the likes of Bukayo Saka, Martin Odegaard, Smith Rowe, Gabriel Martinelli, um, obviously potentially Gabriel Jesus as well. You just think if those those names link up together, you know, they can score goals, they can provide assists. That's um, that's one hell, of an, one hell of an attack. So, Looking forward to seeing him settle in. Obviously, a big bonus. We've got him in time for, for full pre-season as well. So, that's always good because it gives him extra time to adjust to his new teammates, to the style of play, um, to the to physical side of his game, which I know a lot of fans have expressed concern over. But, you know, in, in the club interview he did when he signed, he said that the physical side of his game is a, is a part of his, his game he wants to, to develop and improve on. So, I'm not too concerned with that. And like I say... The fact that he's in for, for pre-season as well will give him and the club time to to get him in the best shape possible. So, um, yeah, excited, Bailey, intrigued as well. Um, looking forward to seeing him in action. And, um, yeah, I think a, a decent little um, bit of business from the club, 34 million, like I say, for a really, really talented 22-year-old who is only going to get better. So, um, yeah, uh, good good start to the window. Absolutely. Good start to window indeed. Guys, make sure to leave your questions in the comment section because we will be answering them towards the end of the show. But before we do, Alfie, the deal with Gabriel Jesus is not done yet. However, more developments and more details are starting to come out about his potential move to Arsenal. One report is that the wages he's about to receive will make him the highest paid player at Arsenal. I believe reports are saying around £240,000 a week. Alfie, should Arsenal be playing? Should Arsenal be paying that? I take the reports with a bit of a pinch of salt. Obviously, we've just, with everything Arteta's done, we've, we've reducing the wage bill, I mean, almost half in it. Uh, and, and and we've seen sort of a Bamiang on the high wages, Ozil, since uh, Arteta's been in. And I'd be surprised if he goes in and, and offers Jesus this, this bumper contract. Um, I do think that he'll, he'll be close to being the highest paid player at the club because to me, when we sign him, he'll be one of the best, if not um, the best attacking player for me. Um, the, the, the thing is, obviously, at City, I'd imagine that he's on high wages there. I'm not sure the, the exact figure, but I think if we're if we're wanting to sign those sort of players, like these Champions League level players, when we're not playing there yet, we're in the Europa League. I think we're going to have to to splash the cash a bit on wages. Maybe that's why Arteta's worked so hard to free up the wages because at these players that he's got on these high wages, obviously, Aubameyang, the, the contract was signed whilst Arteta was there, but Özil at 350,000 a week, whatever it was. These weren't the players that he signed. Um, so he struggled to get to get this wage bill down. I mean, you think 
uh, of some of the other deadwood that he's got rid of. Um, so maybe that's just so when it does come to him signing his own players, he's got a bit more room to play with. Um, but uh, for me, 240,000 a week, it seems oddly high. Uh, the source coming from France, I'm not sure where it's come from. I think Get, Get France Football News has reported it. Uh, whenever I see anything from them, it's never positive about Arsenal. So maybe uh, there's a bit of false... Uh, false report in there, but uh, it wouldn't be surprised me if he is one of the highest paid players when he joins us, or if he joins us. Sorry, absolutely, Chris. Let's say let's say that the reports are, are to be believed. Do you think it's right that Jay Z should be getting money, considering as Alfie did say, we've half the wage bill? Do you think it's good to once again increase the wages? We have to consider firstly, do we have a have a wage structure in place where a player, no matter how good he is, goes above and beyond the beyond the the wage the the wage cap or if you want to get the best players, sometimes you need to pay the extra dollar, don't you? Let's say we paid £100,000 for Aketia, so maybe Jesus will think, oh, hold on, I'm worth much more than this. I deserve much more money. Chris, where do you stand on the side of things? Well, I think, you know, Alfie sort of touched on it there. We're going to be getting, hopefully, potentially, if we get it over the line, a really, really top player in Jesus, who is coming from, obviously... Manchester City, who would have been paying him well enough as it is. They've had Champions League football. So I think whenever you're looking to to land a top top player like Jesus, you yeah you're gonna have to you're gonna have to offer a decent wage packet, um, and I think it wouldn't surprise me if the, 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 well, obviously the, the reports we're talking about like Alfie, I'm taking them with a pinch of salt, but it did mention obviously Champions League and bonuses and stuff like that add-ons, and it wouldn't surprise me if things like that are involved in in in, in the deal and in Jesus's deal in particular. Um, I think we we could see that quite a lot. You know, that there's that obviously the the standard wage packet that the player will be receiving, and then in addition to that, you know, you've got performance bonuses, add-ons, potentially things related to Champions League qualification because that is the club's aim. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think the club will know what they're doing in terms of this. Obviously, we, we managed to free up a lot of the wages back in January. Obviously, a few players left. Bamiang went. He was on a, on a lot, of course, and obviously that the previous windows as well. Um, a lot of players have, have left and um, freed up space on 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 the wages. So, I think Arteta said it himself. Um, you know, when he was saying that this summer is an opportunity for Arsenal to go to another level. Um, you know the finances and the the way that we've um, developed the squad and the business that we've done in the windows in terms of um, you know sort of getting getting players off the wage bill really it's going to help the club um, this summer and it's freed up space it's taken a bit of pressure off so Arsenal will have room to 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 maybe you know give these players some some good uh, wage offers and. And um, yeah, I don't think it's, you know, going to get to the extent where it's damaging. You know, I think it, at the end of the day, Gabriel Jesus, Premier League proven, very low risk. You know what you're going to get from him. He's a top player. He's what, still young at 25 years old. So even if we are sort of given a sizable wage offer, you know, it's it's not the end of the world. The club will only be doing it if they know, you know, it, they can afford it and it's not going to be an issue. So um, I've got no, I've got no concerns over that, and like I said, I don't think it would be as high as some of the reports are suggesting, anyway. Um, and uh, like I say, there'll be bonuses and add-ons in, included in that. So, um, you know, uh, yeah, we'll 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 um, we'll we'll have to wait and see. Obviously, I don't think there'll ever be sort of the wages concretely 
um, sort of revealed anyway, because it's sort of a, a personal matter for the club and the player. Um, and like I say, we're just we're all I really care about is getting this deal over the line. To be honest, that's all I want. I just want Gabriel Jesus to become an Arsenal player. Um, and, as, and as long as he bangs in the goals for us, I don't really care what what he's getting. To be honest. Absolutely, absolutely. Before we end the show, quickly, Alfie will answer this question from Graham Caldwell. He says, do you think we are being held to ransom for Athena? Do you think we should be, will be better shifting our focus to Cody Gakpo, who would cost less and probably make a similar impact? Tough question that I think with the being held to ransom, Lees have probably seen we, we've gone out and paid 72 million for Nicolas Pepe. And they're probably thinking that, that, that Rafinha's better quality is Premier League proven, two years left on the deal. And um, that's probably why they're holding out. And, and again, like I said earlier, because they've stayed up, uh, they've got more room to play with. If they'd have gone down, I think they'd have, I think it was 30 million, the release clause. Um, and so they'll be wanting to, to hold out for that. And, and as we've seen already, they've started splashing cash. Um, I, th- I think they've signed someone from, was it Red Bull? One of the Red Bull clubs, I know, for a few million. Um so that's probably why they're, they're holding us to ransom. They know that if we do end up getting in, then we can spend the money. Uh, with Cody Gakpo, uh, it's always a risk. Dutch league players, I think, sort of Dutch league players, um, sometimes the Portuguese league players and, and French league players, you never know what you're going to get with them. Sometimes they're a hit, obviously, at Suarez at Liverpool. Um, but sometimes you, you, we've seen so many uh, Dutch league players come to the Premier League and, and they just don't, uh, don't perform. So... I can't say I've seen too much of Cody Gakpo. I've seen that we've had a lot of links to him and he does look like a good player. And But for me, I'd always stick with the Premier League proven players, even if it's going to cost you a little bit more. Absolutely. Agreed, agree. We are going to end the show there, guys. So make sure you leave a like and comment. But before we do leave, Alfie and Chris, thank you very much. Alfie, firstly, thank you for jumping on the show, mate. Oh, thank you for having me on. Chris, also, thank you, mate. Thank you, both of you. Pleasure as always, lads. And of course, thank you to everyone tuning in this morning. Um, I hope everyone has a great day. And uh, fingers crossed we uh, we hear some more positive developments on the transfer front. Absolutely. And for those of you asking, where is Tom? He will be back tomorrow. Don't worry, guys. He has not been banned from the channel, as I've seen some comments in the in previous videos. Not, don't worry, guys. Not, not yet, anyway. Yeah, not yet, anyway. Not yet, anyway. You don't know if Tom Canton, but we shall, we shall see. Well, thank you for tuning in, guys. Make sure you leave a like and subscribe. And most importantly, make sure you keep following us down the Arsenal way. Glory, 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 glory,